Hi and welcome to the first episode of this podcast. So I'm very new to this. I've never done this ever. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do, um, but I never knew what to talk about. I can talk about a lot of things. Um, I never stop talking, but I just wanted it to be something that I could um, try and relate to other people, try and help other people. Um, and yeah, so then I became a mum. And uh, that was a new experience and it was fabulous. Um, this time round with my second, um, I had started the Swan Effect Mum account by then. Um, I'd made some really great friends um, on the Instagram accounts. I decided that I wanted it to be organic. I wanted to meet legitimate mums that wanted just to meet other mums like me. Um, I didn't want to really do the follow for follows. I really genuinely wanted to speak to mums, especially during the lockdown. It's been so lonely that I thought I could reach out to people and just have to, you know, chats to them. It's text messages or it's messages on Instagram, I know, but it's just reaching out and just talking to someone who is on your level, who is where you are at, at the parenting stage. It's just been great. Um, one night there was this, I don't know what you'd call it, like a um, a tag thread. And it was basically mums saying, what was your experience of birth? And all these ladies started like using that hashtag. So I was looking at them and every single birth was so different. There was mums that had had normal births, and when we say normal, just what you see in the films and what you, you know, the whole time you're pregnant, you hope it will be like. There was mums that, like myself, had very, very traumatic um, experiences, which I will talk about on another episode, um, emergency C-sections. There was one mum who actually had severe trauma because her child had arrived within 45 minutes of her waters breaking and she felt cheated out of the experience you have other mothers who had you know three days worth of labor which was very similar to mine um i think that's what made me think wow okay every woman has got a story to tell and every woman wants to tell it the problem is when you've been through something like that you know you've been with your partner your birthing partner they've been they've seen it but only you yourself as it's your body and your mind and you've grown this little person inside of you you've had this bonding time with them and then they arrive and sometimes most of the times it's not how you expected it to be and you can feel quite upset about that. That was my experience of my first birth. Um, I felt, I felt betrayed. I felt that I'd been cheated out of it. Um, I didn't cope very well afterwards. I think the trauma of it, the shock, uh, being in hospital for a week afterwards. Um, I had contracted sepsis as a result of the um, operation. And it was just very traumatic for me. The second time round, I had severe anxiety running up towards it. Obviously, the pandemic, the lockdown, the 
being on my own quite a lot, well, for every appointment, that was also very, uh, an uh, you know, anxious time for me. I think now that my second daughter's here, and, you know, I told people for the first few weeks, you know, how it happened, and I just wanted to tell people, and then it just stops, it kind of dries up, nobody really, really wants to know the the negative side of it they just want to see that bundle of joy and know that you know they're here and everything's great that was my experience is that there was no one to talk to and that's why I've started this podcast to get everyone's views on it I think for me I just wanted to talk about it over and over and over and over and over and over again and um, I found it quite hard. I, like I said, nobody wants to know the gory details. Nobody really wants to know that part of it. And I don't blame them. You know, before I had children, I wouldn't have wanted to know that side of it either. You know, every single person wants to think, oh, well, that's not going to happen to me. Or they feel guilty because it didn't happen to them. Um, but I just think, talking to other ladies, I reached out on Instagram and said, you know, hey, would anyone like to be... I say interviewed, it sounds quite formal, but just have a chat about their birthing experiences, their pregnancy experiences, any sort of experiences. It started um, snowballing. I just thought this would be really good to have a podcast where I actually speak to honest mums about honest accounts of their experiences. And then I got a really good response. I got about 15, 16 people. Some of them are quite deep. It's, you know, some of them, they may be tears because they're, they're really sad. Um... There's lots of things I can talk about. I don't know whether most of those mums would be happy to speak to me via this podcast. So it might be through my blog, um, which I have um, on my website, you know, so I'll let you know when that's there. I'm never going to force anybody to to do this. I know that it's, it's even now, this is my first podcast and I know I'm saying um and ah uh, a lot. It's quite daunting. So I understand how a lot of people wouldn't want to do this and that's fine. But yes, so I thought this would be a great way of getting um, people to talk about things. I think that's great therapy as well. Saves us a fortune. <laughs> um, I feel that I don't want to keep reliving it all anymore. But I, I did write a blog about my experiences a little bit and it helped a lot. And I just think sometimes just telling the story, getting something off your chest, speaking to someone about anything in life, not just your birthing experience in general, but it really helps and it really makes you um, evaluate it, accept it um, and move on, really. Um, I think this year has been tough for a lot of new mums um, and it doesn't look like 2021 is going to get much easier either. I do know that as of today, which is the 17th of December 2020, the NHS England have said that parents can, oh, sorry, parents, <laughs> partners can now go to appointments and be there for the whole labour, which is amazing. I'm in Wales. The rules don't apply here, which is still very, very sad. I have a number of friends that are pregnant and are worried They've read my blog and they, they're glad that they've got a bit of an insight of what it's like. Obviously, mine was extreme. I was in hospital for eight weeks. Um, not everybody's going to have that experience. But I think it's important for us to share our stories 
I think I I romanticised my preg first pregnancy so much. I had a wonderful pregnancy, actually. It was great. There was no problems, really, other than a bit of pelvic girdle pain. But that was it. I didn't really suffer. I, I remember I was having so much fun with it. I was so excited. And then, obviously, the birth was very, very traumatic. And it just set me back 20 paces. I wish that I had looked into it a bit more. Maybe if someone had said, look, this can happen, um... They, it didn't happen and I think that's what gave me such a shock I'm quite a strong person um, I don't really let things get me down and if I do get down I seem to be able to get myself out of it quite quickly and so I'm glad it was me because I'm, I, I didn't let it get me it could have done after a week of being on my own with a baby but it you know it, it didn't and I came out of there Thank goodness for modern technology and I could FaceTime my daughter, my partner, my family, my friends. But, um, yeah, like in my blog, it, it explains how the, the experience in the hospital this time was so strange. Mothers didn't want to talk to each other. The, the, before I had the baby I was in and all the pregnant ladies, they were closing their curtains around them. You could just sense the mood was so different this year very different to my first experience so I do feel so sorry for any first-time mums because that is their only experience and that's such a shame but yes so as I said I'm going to be talking to lots of different mums at the moment it's mums I'm hoping I can get reach out to some dads um, step parents um, I'm I wouldn't call myself a step parent because my partner's kids were so much older when I met him but I get I've got a very you know definite um idea of what it's like. So I'd love to speak to step parents as well. I've, you've got carers, you've got guardians, you've got grandparents. You know I want to speak to as many different people as I can reach out, and you know hopefully it'll help many of you um to just relate to them, even if just a little way, and it helps you prepare or it makes you feel like you're doing the right thing. That's what I like. It would be great if I could do that. Anyway, I think that's it for my first podcast. I just wanted to pop on and say hello, get this out of the way, my nerves out of the way. So I hope you've enjoyed listening. As I said, it's going to be just myself for the first uh, few episodes because of obviously the lockdown. It's Christmas and I have to try and work out how to chat to all these lovely ladies who live in all different areas of the UK. Um, and also I want to make sure I do it justice I don't want to do that haphazardly I want to make sure I get the questions right I want to make sure that I'm sensitive to their um, experiences and ask the right questions without being too intrusive but anyway if you'd, you'd like to join me I'd love to have a chat just go on my website www.theswaneffectmum.com and just reach out and we can have a chat first. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to talk on a podcast. We can um, do a little chat for my blog or we can just do a little Facebook live. It's up to you what you'd like to do. But sometimes it's just nice to talk. So even if you just want to share your experiences, but say, look, I don't want this to be published or can it be anonymous? I'm happy for that as well. Reach out and say hello. Thanks very much for listening. I really appreciate it. Lots of love. The Swan Mum.